Welcome to Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I am your wannabe chef mama host, Risa Auger, and I am just so thrilled that you are here with me for the next 20 minutes or less. I promise to keep it brief. I promise to keep it informative. I promise to keep it delicious. Let's dig in. Hi, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here for episode 126. 126, I'm excited. Um, last week I got to join a wonderful group of mops who are mamas of preschoolers. Um, they meet once a week to chat about being mom, to do a Bible study, um, to just be in connection with each other. And I never got to do that when I was a mop, when I was actually a mom of a preschooler. Um, so it was sort of fun to join in with these ladies at this stage of life because I'm, I feel like I'm so far removed. I mean, I'm not that far removed, but far removed, you know, it's been far too long since my child was teeny tiny and adorable. Now she's giant and adorable. But anyway, it was so fun to talk to these moms about nutrition, of course. Um, I went over sort of some basics of eating healthy. And um, I haven't gone that deep on stuff in a while, and so it was so fun to introduce it to people who hadn't heard it, um, who needed a refresher. A couple people had a couple digestive issues, and so I got to help them a little bit and point them in the right direction. I mean, it was only 45 minutes, so I couldn't go into super detail with each and every one of them. But it was a really great overview. And one of the things that I happened to mention was watch out for nightshades. Um, we were going over like how to track what you're eating, how to track what you're feeling when you eat and you know how some foods make you feel icky and some foods don't. Um, and that doesn't happen for everyone, but if you have any digestive issues whatsoever, or if you just have some intolerances that you're not sure about, using a tracker is a great way to really see on paper what's working and what's not for your body. Because the ultimate goal of all of this is just to have a lot of energy and to feel good, to feel good in your own skin, right? And so that's all we talked about was feeling good in your own skin and how to use food to do that. And um, yeah, so we were talking about the tracker and I was talking about how some nightshades really get me and I think it's the fiber content in them, um, but some foods that have a lot of fiber are not nightshades and they really get me, so I don't know. It's just the fiber for me. Um, but some of them happen to be nightshades and some of them happen to be beans and legumes and anyway, all these things, but I would never have figured it out if I hadn't done a tracker. And so we're talking about all these things and tracking and what to write down and what not to write down and different types of this. And one girl asked me what a nightshade was and I was like, well, it's a group of fruits and veggies and seasonings that cause a lot of inflammation and a little indigestion and I don't really know why but I know that this specific group of nightshades does and they have some ingredient from nature that makes them do that. And I was like that's not the best answer but I don't really know a lot about them so guess what I did over the weekend. I looked at what the heck nightshades are way more in depth. I must have read like 10 articles about them and looked at all these lists and looked up graphics and um, so this week in the email about this podcast, I'm sending out a 
um, a couple links to articles that I really liked. Um, I'm sending you a list of what nightshades are, which I'm going to go over right now, and I actually have it pulled up on my laptop right here because I will totally forget. Um, and then I am also including a list of what to eat instead, like an easy substitute little graphic that I found that's super helpful. Um, and really, you guys, nightshades are just one of those things that like, if you're sort of allergic to them, you might be able to have them in moderation. You might be able to have them in small quantities. Um, so like for me, I know that eggplant is one of my trigger foods and eggplants happen to be a nightshade. Um, so I know that I can only have them like once a week. I can't eat the entire eggplant. I know that I can have like half of an eggplant maybe, but why would you? Like they're so filling. Um, but I know that it can be an ingredient in other things and if it's cooked, I can eat it. Um, but like, let's see. So like tomatoes, tomatoes are a, night, are a nightshade. Um, it's really hard for me to eat a lot of raw tomatoes, like when they're on a salad. Not always my friend, some, for some reason, in salsa. Totally fine. Um, but the second I cook it, like in spaghetti sauce or on pizza sauce or um, like in a soup, totally fine. I'm totally fine. I have no idea what that is. Blackberries, I am fully allergic to. But if they're cooked, it's okay. So like in a pie, okay. But in like a mixed drink or just popping them as a snack, not okay. I don't know what that is. But it just gives me an excuse to eat more pie. Okay. Uh, blackberries, not a nightshade. I don't know why I'm allergic to blackberries. They just, they make my tongue tingle and I figure that's a bad thing. So anyway, let's go back to nightshades. So nightshades have an ingredient in them as a plant. So all the nightshades are plants. There are no nightshades in animal products, all in plants. So there's this ingredient or nutrient or whatever you want to call it in plants that make you not want to eat them because animals can run away, plants cannot, right? And so a lot of nightshades are vegetables because this thing that's in them happens to go into a lot of vegetables. And the other items that are on there that are fruits, often people, times people call them vegetables, like eggplants, like tomatoes, they're actually fruit, but people call them vegetables. So they get lumped in. Anyway, and then there's some seasonings like paprika. I don't know why that is except that it has this one ingredient that fights off people eating it. And it is basically like poison, very low grade poison, but when it's in mass quantities, it can totally bother you. And if you're sensitive to it, then it will totally bother you even in smaller quantities. So there are people who have full blown allergies to these foods, rare, very rare. Like usually they just kind of bug you. And if you just want to know why these certain foods just kind of bug you, it's because they have this thing in them. And um, I'm going to find in this article where it says the name of it. It starts with an A. It's like alkazoid. Where is it? Um, oh, and then apparently like how the seeds are arranged, how the seeds are arranged inside the vegetable matters to if it's a nightshade or not. Um, it says there are 2,000 plant species in the nightshade family, but we don't eat all of them. So the ones that I'm going to talk about are just the ones that we typically eat. Um, oh, it's called, and I'm going to totally mess this up, you guys. 
Solanaceae. Um, and then the Solanaceae or Solanaceae, however you say that, makes a compound called, it's like Alka, I have another article up, and it's called, shoot, I had it, I was like on it. Uh, la, 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 I'm going to pretend to sing. Um, whew, I cannot find that word. It sounds like alkaline, but it is not alkaline at all. Okay, well, anyway. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I totally had it up and I totally forgot. So let's talk about some of the things that are nightshades that you might want to avoid. And you can avoid them for 30 days, for 90 days, or for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, however long you want to, at least 30 days. And then start popping them back in your digestive system one at a time, so that, or one or two at a time, so that you can tell which ones are affecting you and which ones aren't. And you're gonna wanna use a journal to do that. So you're gonna wanna write down like, I ate this, and then I felt like this, and then you can do right after, you can do a couple hours after, you can do like the next day, just see how you feel, and then you can go back after a couple weeks and look at it and see what your your data says. If you're allergic to one of them, to two of them, to five of them, to ten of them, to all of them, then you might need to really like go see a dietitian or a nutritionist um, and figure that out, like because it, it could be something else too. That said, okay, so ash these are in alphabetical order. Uh, ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen. Um, bell peppers, uh, blush tomato, oh, sorry, bush tomato, it's over here, bush tomato, um, cape gooseberries, um, eggplants, huckleberry, gar oh, garden huckleberry, not to be confused with regular huckleberries. You know what? We don't ever have that around. I have never seen that, so I would just sort of ignore that. Yeah. Goji berries. Hot peppers, so chili peppers, jalapenos, habaneros, chili-based spices like red pepper and cayenne, um, paprika, pepinos, which are a melon, like a pear, uh, a melon pear, sorry, pimentos, potatoes, but not sweet potatoes, which is good for me because I love sweet potatoes, and also regular potatoes don't bother me, I don't know why. Uh, tamarillos, tomatillos, and tomatoes. Um, I also saw another list that included okra. Let's see. It was okra and sorrel and gooseberries and something called phycellus, which is like a yellow berry fruit. I had never seen that. Um, I don't know what that is. So what do they do though? Like this little piece of poison, right, goes into your system and it can cause inflammation. It can be part of like your arthritis symptoms. Um, it can cause like a super, super duper allergic reaction. Um, but it could just also, again, like I said, just be a small intolerance. And so just there's always groups of foods that we need to pay attention to that maybe put them in, maybe don't. It's why you can't, like I can't stand here and tell you there is one way to eat. There is one way to be healthy in this life. The only 
things that are like universally do not, do not, and also do, 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 are very few. And so when you get down to it, we don't eat canola oil. We don't eat processed sugars and, and excessive processed foods, right? Um, yeah. Super processed sugar foods. Good. Avoiding sugar. Drinking lots no, of water. Sugar good. Sugar good. <laughs> My child is sitting here eating dinner. Um, those are some of the, you know, eat the right amount of protein. Eat the right amount of carbs for your body. Eat the right amount, like focus on veggies and fruits. But even as I say that, it's like, well, some veggies and fruits are nightshades. Some veggies and fruits I'm just generally allergic to. Some veggies and fruits this, some veggies and fruits that, right? So I can say, eat your veggies, eat your fruits with the lean protein, but make sure that those veggies and fruits that you're eating with your lean protein are healthy for you, right? So that's what we're trying to find out is what's healthy for you. And so I just wanted to introduce this other group of fruits and veggies and spices that you may not have paid attention to because nobody really talks about these. I mean, there are a lot of articles about them, but it's not like on the nightly news or like, don't eat nightshades, you know, no, 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 no. It's like, don't eat Cheetos, I don't know. So let's skip the things that have commercials, right? Like Cheetos, like candy bars, whatever, things like that. Let's no, drink more let's, water. Let's eat more Cheetos and eat more candy. Eat more green things. Did you guys notice that there are very, 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 very few green things on this list? Yes. You want so, to eat wait, lots no, of green wait, things. So, so I can eat green gummies and green M&Ms? Green gummies and green M&Ms don't count because they're filled with sugar and that was one of my number one rules. But they're green. Eat the sugar, no green veggies. No, you're being silly. Ditch the green, ditch the sugar, not the, you no, go, go, you're confusing me. Um, so that's it, that's it guys, is track what you're eating when you're not feeling great and make sure that you're making it work for you. So um, anyway, I hope this helps. Um, I did send out a meal plan for this week um, and some info um, is coming to you guys about what to eat instead of these nightshades, like what to substitute instead of potatoes and bell peppers, but only if they bother you. Remember, this is about you, about finding what's balanced for you. So I hope that this inspires you to go find some food that your body loves and gives you energy and makes you feel amazing. And then just have a great week. That's it. Have a great week. Make it yummy. Have some fun. Get some alone time so that you can recharge for your next day and um, make it make it awesome. Just go be amazing. And then invite a friend to this group so that we can share all these great recipes and eating ideas and encouragement because it's more fun to do life together. That's it. All right. Thanks for being here. And um, thank you for your questions. They always inspire me. Um, I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Happy Healthy Meals with Risa Auger. I hope that you are now prepared to go make something totally yummy that's going to make you feel a little happier because you're being a little healthier and you're taking that next step to take care of yourself. It would be so awesome if you hit that subscribe button or even leave me a review because that helps everybody else 
find this happy, healthy meal so they can feel a little happier and a little healthier too. And if you want to follow me on social media and get even more info like the recipes I mentioned, um, live episodes and all those things, you can follow me at facebook.com slash groups slash happy healthy meals or Instagram at, cre- at creative.fit.hungry and I will see you there. Have a delicious day.